0: you know turn on the recording and like yesterday i lost a internet connection during the study group which in the recording stopped and then clinton sort of maybe pushed the record button and it was not recorded and the study group yesterday was such a beautiful amazing space and the recording is lost so then now i feel sad about about that so hopefully this recording will will stay on as we are starting. Okay, hello, Emma, welcome. Hello. I'm, I'm greeting some of you to bring you in the space. I'm, I wanted to greet also Marcus as a specially new man after first lab and i i'm I'm celebrating with you your first lab
1: <laughs> yes
0: can you give us okay. a one one sentence report or a couple sentence report on first lab experience?
1: Yes i was I died a couple of times and there's still dying going on and i also had a um yeah a very important birth to me that i was walking with another name for the last year to get some space between my box relation to my name one year ago and yeah it finally felt like i was I freed myself enough to take back my birth name, Marcus. And that, yeah, that brings me some identity back that I was missing
2: during mm. the
0: time. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
3: Congratulations.
0: Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I, I would do an experiment where we all get to greet you by your, by your name. And, and to greet you with your whole, this identity, this new identity. So, hello, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hello, Marcus.
4: Hello, Marcus. Hello,
5: Marcus.
0: It is, it is really, I've had this experience so many times in a team where... We're one, when one person changes, I I have to change and I feel that everybody in the team has to change to, because we all have a relationship with you, Marcus. Our being and our box and our gremlin has a relationship with you. And when you change in a way, our own shape around you has to change. And, and really, I think this is one of the power of doing this transformational work in teams is the the transformational like momentum is multiplied because when one person change i have to change and and we in this we bring each other in this transformation together and so and and so really it's not a anyway it's my own experience it's really not a concept when it's when you do this work you're not only doing it for yourself that you, you're doing it for your team and also for the people that you hold space and and really for the whole universe changes its relationship to you. So the whole universe changes and yeah.
1: Mm. Thank you.
0: Okay. I, I would like to start, there was a few questions Uh, sort of stayed in the space in the telegram group that I think are worth going into as a as a research space together as a team and there's a couple that I have written down and then and then I would open the space for also your own question or where you're facing like it's really if you have a question and it is left unanswered there's a part of you that stays there Mm. And if you don't have new possibility or new option and then you keep hitting the same wall until until you get the possibilities that you were you were wanting or asking for. So I I would like I would start there after after just making sure that everybody you have your center and your grounding cord and your personal bubble of space. Mr. third. And a golden cube of workspace around for the Rage Cup spaceholder training this live session. Mm-hmm. Great. So you are you are holding space for this. For this, for, you are holding space for this space. And I I wanted to share one thing that I discovered as we were doing this first experiment in this first week about, about consciously holding space and this, which space am I holding? And 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 what are the consequences that creates in me and in the space and with others, depending on which space I'm holding consciously. And I realized that I'm ongoingly holding space for a number of game worlds, for a number of spaces. I mean, this is the same. So the Rage Cup space holder, Training is one. The trainer path in possibility management is another one. Um, the study group is another one. Um, the possibility uh, possibility trainer training uh, Poland. I'm I'm the space holder for that. I'm also the space holder for actually possibility management as a global game world. And right now in for writing house and for the project of called Bridge House. And so in. I mean, for example, I'm also holding space for this house, but this is more temporary. This other one that I mentioned, I'm more permanent. And in a way that I don't always have my attention, like I don't always focus my attention on what does a study group need or what does possibility management need. But I do have floating attention. And this is this is part of the, the process of reclaiming your attention. when you When your attention is not eaten up by your survival strategy. So by pleasing others or being perfect or following the rules or um, whatever, did I do enough? There's all these things that can eat up your attention. As you reclaim your own authority, like your own attention and stabilize yourself in the adult ego state, you get to have more of your attention get to have more of your attention. So I have ongoingly floating attention in the game world or for the game world that I hold space for. And therefore when there is, um, for me, the sensation is like this, is like when there's new clarity or an experiment or a new distinction, or what's the next step for this game world, that clarity has has space to land in me because it's it, it is, my attention is floating enough that it can pay attention, um, even if it's floating to what's needed and wanted. And I don't have to have this control. I don't need to have this forced attention, but the floating attention is enough to get a sense of wh- whatever, what's next. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that in, in spaces that you've held, where you wake up in the middle of the night and you say, oh, I didn't say this to this person, but that's what's next for them. Or, or God, this is the exercise or the experience that we need to do in the next space. That was part of your floating attention that, was, that just grabbed clarity, uh, like floating clarity or the next what's needed. And I, you know, where do this come from? I don't know. I haven't researched that. You know, where does clarity come from? Where does new experiments come from? But for me, I'm not, I don't know. This is not my area of research. My area of research is how, how can I make use, how can I grab them and make use of them without um, whatever it's like, because some of you were sharing about that, for example, uh, there were some sharings about. I feel like I put my attention on on the whole my whole city or my whole region, and then I feel, in a way, overwhelmed. There's so much anger and fear and sadness about about um, holding space for my whole city, and maybe it's it's because there's there's too much attention put on it instead of a floating attention of. I mean, if you really want to hold space for your city, a floating attention of that also, the floating attention is, oh, who I need to talk to next. Who is it? Like, for example, God, I need to, to talk to the mayor or I need to talk to the fire department because, because they, don't, they don't have this distinction or this clarity. Or, they, or I need to talk to this teacher at school who's like an amazing teacher and who could really make a change in the school. And this is what I need to, this is how I need to talk to her or something like that. And this floating attention is way more uh, gentle and not as um, energy exhausting as, as trying to force the what's next, trying to, to control it or force it or, yeah. So you, I, I encourage you to experiment with that of... Um, noticing where your floating attention goes and you can direct it to the game modes that you care for that you want for instead of whatever movie stars or uh your ex-boyfriend or you know god that was you know 10 years ago such a great relationship and it's like okay that's all your floating attention going to um mostly survival survival things Okay. Anything about, so anything about this, about holding space, about this uh, attention, floating attention or experiments about the consequences of you holding space for different spaces or different game world Is there anybody who needs clarity or possibility about that?
1: Yeah, I'd rather have to share in the way I experience a difference in holding space, if that's what you
0: Go ahead, well. but it's um so i'm I'm asking for the sharing here to be that it's not for you to be heard. So yes. I'm asking for a different kind of sharing in this space where it's about bringing a distinction that would be useful for other space holders. Or then you have a question that could open a space of research that would be useful for everybody. Can, so can you frame it like that? Can you frame your sharing as, in a way it's like it would be to learn how to frame your sharing as uh, almost a context setting or a distinction setting that you land a distinction in the space as you share your own experience. That's a skill of a space holder, and that's for example, that's what I just did. I've had my own experience, but I shared it in a way that can be used. There, so so try it.
1: Yes, I'll try it. Yes,
0: yeah.
1: so for me, you were inviting, yeah, to have floating attention and to be aware of what your floating attention is. And what I found out it is that. I can hold space in a way that, as you said, overwhelms when I, it's basically if I force myself to be the space that I'm holding. And the other way is to relax into holding space and the, to actually let it pour through me, like, and it's really a difference in how I am holding space, not, um, not yeah, not forcing myself to hold the space and be clear all the time, rather than opening myself to it, and that resonates to to the floating attention for me.
0: So, Marcus, I'm going to ask you to. I I hear you're sharing, and there's a distinction missing that we could use. It's like how? What's the distinction? How do you shift from control to letting it uh, that the forces are working through you instead of you controlling the space? How, what's the shift? How do you create the shift?
1: Yes, it is becoming centered and really leaning, leaning more in and I'd say even wait, like let time pass.
0: So close your eyes, Marcus, just close your eyes and find the inner experience using the distinction that you already have. Yes. What's the shift?
1: it's feeling the fear
0: that sounds accurate to me what's the difference then Hmm.
1: okay maybe it's hard for me to describe
0: yeah all of this I'm just, I just wanted to say, Marcus, this is all difficult to describe because we're talking about emotional and energetic movement that we have not been taught about. So you're discovering the energetics, you're talking yes. about the domain of energetics with feelings. I, I'll give you a hint, if you want, is you can say, when I'm in control, that's what is happening with my fear. And when I let it... Yeah. Because okay. the distinction is fear. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the distinction I notice right now is that when I'm in control, I'm trying to get rid of the fear. And I'm trying to solve something.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And the difference to would be to not solve the fear and to let it actually grow even bigger, even bigger than I in that moment think it should be. And this this creates an amount of energy that at some point makes me moving instead of I move to, to diminish the energy.
0: that's yeah marcus can you feel that you're doing it right now that you're using you're letting the fear grow so and then you let it move through speaking could yes. you feel that you were doing it right so and, and you can say that and i'm demonstrating this actually right now instead of for example if you had felt the fear if you're trying to Suppress the fear. You could have say, "God, I'm being pressured. I have to find the right answer. I need to fix this problem. I need to control the situation." And what you did is you relaxed into the fear, let the fear grow, and then you could, and it, it brought you the information. You moved from it.
1: Yes. Thank cool. you.
0: Cool. Cool. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Marcus. Thank you. I mean, this is very cool. I think this is this is this part of describing our inner experience in a way, like I was saying, in a way that is useful for your participants That as a space holder, you don't really you don't really share, except you're sharing all the time, but you're sharing a frame in a different way, and that could be really your your practice in in your possibilities teams or even. Uh, in the study group or in, um, I don't know what kind of spaces you have, but where you, your, your sharing takes on a different dimension and a different quality that is not actually just for you to be heard. It is for your own personal research to serve others. And you have to do just like Marcus did, going inside and being, okay, what is really going on? And I I tried this and that's the, um, that's a distinction. You know, I tried this and these are the consequences and I've tried this and these are different consequences. I have a distinction. And in possibility management, we work with distinction because that's what builds matrix, which can hold more consciousness. And when you have more consciousness, you have more options and you can take responsibility to create other option, to create new possibility. Does somebody want to try this right now, about about space holding or about anything? And Elizabeth and then Nada. I do. Yeah, go ahead. And Elizabeth.
2: Yes. Uh, I had a question uh, even two weeks ago in the first day about the. Had a uh, hold space for the house and the town and the such, um, and my thought was about I have been taught space holding in different worlds, and I what what you had described the same as that, and I wanted you to maybe say a sentence or two about the distinction between space holding in this context versus space holding in possibility context versus space holding in another.
0: You're cutting out a little bit. You're cutting out a little bit, but I think I got your question. So my proposal was for anybody here to to actually discover the distinction themselves. Like just Marcus, just like Marcus did, he discovered the distinction himself by looking into himself. So so that would, so try that and Anne Elizabeth. What, go, go inside, what is the inner experience? What is the distinction? And then what are the different possibilities that come from the, the distinction?
2: Well, this has happened to me in a couple of different Possibility spaces, possibility management spaces. Uh, this one felt very much the same and felt aligned. When you had said that more than one people can hold space in a in a certain if their spaces is aligned. So there was another context where I I had made.
0: So and this, just just pause yeah. because right now you're just sharing your whole inner world. And we have to follow you in your inner world. And it's you're your sharing for you instead of sharing for us. Thank you. So, can anybody, could anybody feel that? Yes. Okay. So, it's not bad and it's not wrong. I'm just asking you to shift your sharing that it's for us. Yeah. So what if what if we give Nada a chance and you you kind of have a sense of what Nada's is doing and then we we'll give you another chance? Yes. Thank you. Great. Yes.
6: Hi everyone. Hi. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Mm. When. Um, When when somebody asks for help, when somebody asks for help or for um, holding space and you come with clarity and you can really see what's going on and they cannot, but they're still asking for help. What I've noticed is that if clarity is used in a in a way to push them to see by force, it, it creates distance. It creates a uh, distance between, uh, between the space holder and, and, the, and the person who's actually asking for support. And what I've noticed is that sometimes this clarity comes from the rescuer who then turns into a persecutor. It was very clear to me to see that Um, so the proposal or the, yeah, the proposal is, is, is to
0: if is to, is to listen deeper to know that the way you can say, the way you can say it is what I'm experimenting with.
7: Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then what I'm experimenting is to, and then you, you say it.
6: All right. So what I'm experimenting with is to listen, to know and to not be attached to wanting to show what is going on and and more asking, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And we can go there together. But I can't save you. I can't I can't save you if you're not ready to see. This is what I've noticed.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you, you Nada. Thank you.
0: I mean, I think this is a huge distinction. I think somebody else shared it in the group. Is that uh, this this pressure that we put on ourselves as spaceholder that something has to happen in a certain way, that I know what a liquid state is and it has to look like this, and 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 so. And therefore, it's this. There's an expectation, and and the expectation is a huge pressure coming from a, a space holder, and it's like you say, um, getting out of the way, as a space holder is to get out of the way and be. What can I do for you? And that's really why we start emotional healing process with this question: What can I do for you? And and I've I've stopped emotional healing processes in the middle because. And I asked, because I was going somewhere and I could feel this resistance. And then I just stopped and said, okay, what can I really do for you? What do you really want? And I I just really took this step back. And that's been, that's been extremely useful to even what the conversation about what is it that they want and, and to, um, to distill that with them. So that could be a whole session with somebody is to distill what they want. And I, so I did that recently with a with a woman where, and then she realized that there was a part of her that says, I want to take more responsibility. And then, but she was on the old map of responsibility. She was responsibility is a burden. So therefore she doesn't really want to take more responsibility. That was a concept that she got from possibility management that taking more responsibility mm-hmm. would be great, but it wasn't actually coming from her. And so to, to, to really be, like you say, not a close to the person of, where are they? Where are they? And, and the where are they might be even at this point of that they don't know what they want. Okay, then we, this is where we are. You don't know what you want. And, and And often this, and then the way I go with this, it's like, okay, do you want to find out what you want? It's going to be through rage. And this is why, the the uh, we start when people are learning how to feel and i think there was a question about this i would like to go there from you naomi and then i think aurora said that there was she had the same question about people who um i don't know anything about possibility management and are asking for healing or space holding because whatever you know them or they've heard from you and So Naomi, can you ask your question again? Yes, Yeah, Naomi. Naomi, thank you.
3: Yes, I increasingly work with people that don't have distinctions about feelings and emotions and things like that, but that are curious. And I've noticed it's helpful. my research is that it's helpful to share these distinctions with them as we go along to make it safe for them to feel. And my question is that sometimes I know that a push is necessary because otherwise I sometimes need a push to go somewhere, but a gentle push somehow. Um, I was curious around different sentences and practices and ways of working that can evoke that um the learning to feel because to know what they're what you don't know it's like such a huge shift like I talk about feelings and emotions to people and they're like yeah 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 as if they know what I'm talking about you know in the street and I I'm just pretty sure they don't know what I'm talking about so then how how do I get them from a a, a this place to that place like i'm there's these really powerful sentences sometimes
0: um yeah so so my, I, have, mm-hmm. I have something for you i mean if you have something about this is to i've heard that in in some different coachings and spaces where uh you would say okay g- grab your towel or or no it would go like this. It was like, okay, now we're gonna experiment with anger. Is that okay for you? Okay, that's a beep. Do not ask if it's okay for them because their box is not okay for their box at all. So, there's if they've came they've come to you and they've asked for uh, an emotional healing process or an emotional healing process or a space. You have permission. You have permission to offer any experiment that you see fit. And you don't need to ask permission along the way, because mm. then you're bringing out, the, you you calling, you're invoking the box. Mm. That's what happens, you're invoking the box. So the thing, the magic, what I found is to make offers that has zero push, but that are really clear and without explanation in the first place. So you're not explaining what you're doing, but yes, you are giving distinction about what is happening. So those are very two different things. You're not explaining what you're doing, you're making offers. And as they go along in the experiment, you give distinction that uh, shape, that give them the intellectual, but also energetic understanding of what is happening. And so and, and Naomi, Naomi, sorry, could you give example? Yes, so the example with Naomi, for, example, for the, the person you're working with, you were, you were talking about, he, he does not feel sad yet. Like he can't feel sad. And for me, that's totally obvious, you know, whatever, that he has a high numbness bar. To start lowering the numbness bar would start with anger. Really, he would need to start with anger, not sadness at first. Yeah,
3: that's what we did. Great.
0: Cool. So really it would be – so there's two things. One is either if he can already to some degree inner navigate, you would say close your eyes and and there's four feelings, anger, sadness, fear, and joy. What are you feeling? And then you will say I'm thinking that maybe or I feel – uh i i i i feel that i don't know what i want okay that's not a feeling so you stay there until he gets it there's anger sadness fear and joy which one is the biggest right now so after two or three doors you'll probably get it and say okay i feel i feel angry i feel angry about this and i feel angry about this you say grab your towel okay grab the towel by your you know, by, if you're doing it online or otherwise you give it to him and you say, and put your hands close together, really those words, grab your towel, put your hands close together and start twisting and start twisting. And, and what I do, I don't know if other space holders do that, but usually when people are really just learning how to feel, I say, can you feel this force in your arms? Can you feel this energy going up your shoulders? Can you feel this energy in your belly? So often they say yes. You know, they will say yes to something and then they will start saying oh no I don't feel it in my feet. Okay, well they might have a block then. It tells it gives you an indication that they might have an energetic block for example up to here. Okay. Well you but and you you keep going. Okay, let the energy circulate all the way down to your toes all the way down to your toes and then start letting a sound out. Mm -hmm. So in this, see, there's almost no distinction really until there's sounds, there's sounds and there's words and you can let, you know, really let them go as far as they can, which might be really for men like this, it might be 5%. I'm not joking. And, and, for you, I mean, this is the article that I'm working on right now, for you to get that people who feel 90% unconscious anger, explosive unconscious anger, 90% they can scream and shout and, and fight in the street or, or kill a dog or whatever, they've experienced that. They might not be able to feel more than 5% conscious anger because it's a totally different experience in the nervous system. So even if you've seen people go high up of unconscious anger, have no expectation that they can experience the same thing, feeling conscious anger. And and so there was really for people who've been soldiers, if you work with um, also refugees, people who've experienced really high intensity trauma, or like gang violence, it, it take it 1% at a time. One thing that you, one other thing that you can do as a distinction is as they go along, you say, and this is the calibration. This is your own calibration is, um, okay, this is, this is 8% anger. Okay, can you let it get a little bigger? And you can ask a question then let it, or you say, let it get a little bigger can either ask a question or make a an invitation okay this is 11 percent intense anger oh when this sounds oh okay, this is 22 percent intense anger and you raise your anger a little above their anger just a little above because then it they know it's safe to keep going yeah. they know it's safe to keep going so really, I wouldn't. Um, this whole like old map and new map of anger, I almost never give it when I see yeah. people start to feel.
3: Yeah, thank you for that. It, my it helps me clarify what my question is because I really want to make it safe for them, mm-hmm. and so I don't talk about old map, new map, but I, I really. Um, i assure them that feelings are okay and so then it's yeah so, like
0: that would, I, so the, the other way to do this instead of saying feelings are okay is when they feel for example five percent anger and you say okay that's great or come all the way down to zero they have an experience they can go up and they can go down and you say are are you okay you ask mm-hmm. them instead of telling them Just give me, I see your hand, Kim, just give me a second. So you tell them and then they can can look. Okay, I'm okay. So what you say then is right now, so you've been to 5% intense anger and you're okay. This means for the rest of your life, you can go up to 5% intense conscious anger and be okay really to land that in their body and that you can hold space for somebody to go up to 5% intense anger and, and be okay. You can hold space for them. And, that, and automatically it brings this dimension of this. you're not only doing it for you. he might be doing it for his children. You might be doing oh. it yeah, for his friends. So those are two really big distinctions that you can give.
3: Thank you. Um, I, I want to sh- shortly share with you wh- what happened in the session. And I, I want to say that I'm super happy with this like more practical way of like having them do it and then just dis- giving distinctions as they go along. I was looking for that. And what happened was that at some point we were ready to go into anger. Uh, that's how I navigated the session and then he started going into it and then he was afraid. Because he used to do a lot of fighting in the streets and stuff like that. So he was afraid okay. of this unconscious anger.
0: Yeah.
3: And he was afraid that he might explode and do something dangerous.
0: Great. What did you say yeah. then?
3: I talked to him about, kind of, like, I talked to him about the difference between that and conscious anger. And I'm seeing him again on Wednesday. At this time, I kind of just want to go in.
0: Um, so me just a... a that that's the moment he starts going into anger feels the fear that's the moment to land this distinction so exactly like you did but really clearly there's a distinction between uh conscious and unconscious anger and then you can even talk about the numbness bar that as you have a high numbness bar you 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 know you don't feel your anger until it explodes and then you scream and then you, you hurt, you can hurt some people. You can, and you can even use the example that he gave you, you know, and give yeah, him exactly. the, the experience of God, I have this high numbness bar. Okay. What we're doing right now is learning to lower your numbness bar so that you start feeling anger at lower intensity. Yeah. Yeah. And that, so then you give him, you then you frame what you're doing together yeah. right? after after he's had the experience yeah cool okay that's a critical moment to give distinction because the fear is appropriate and it needs distinction
3: fear is appropriate and needs distinction yeah and yeah. we would have gone into anger but then he didn't have any battery anymore
0: <laughs> yeah okay thank um, you yeah thank you kian
8: there was one more possibility I wanted to share. And um, yeah. do you want to hear one more possibility, Naomi? Yeah, yes. I just want to say,
0: it, and it's also for the whole group. So
8: yes. that would and be a moment okay. where
0: you actually don't need permission.
8: Okay, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, one other thing I sometimes started to do with people who I get the sense I will not scare with is if they're really new to anger, to go myself into anger first. So this, uh, so in my experience, that allowed this space to be way more welcoming for feelings than just telling them, okay, now go into your anger was like, when, when I feel my feelings, they get the permission automatically too, but not in every case. In some cases it's, it's destructive, more like they, they get scared or think they have to be, do it like me, or yeah, a, sometimes I do it and it works wonders.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to say something about this is that um, in the, you might notice, you might have clients who pretend, like who have this theatrical anger in, this, in the beginning. As they're learning how to feel, they have this theatrical anger. Don't worry too much about it, okay? Because even if it's a theatrics, the, the energy is still circulating. Their nervous system is still getting used to making sounds and using words like no and stop. So as they, as they, one way to shift out of the theatrics is for them to start actually saying words. That would help because the nervous system, our nervous system upgrades in terms of being able to experience and express feelings through our voice. It needs to come, so if you have somebody who's, you know, <laughs> I mean, I've had clients like that, you know, who are like this. And and I, and I say, well, how much percent anger do you feel? That was 75%. And I'm and like, no. <laughs> no, you can't. So I really say 75% for you to feel consciously for the first time, 75% anger will be through voice and it will be loud. It will be loud. It is phase two of feelings work when you can feel 75% anger without screaming and using it as a force, only in phase two. Your clients and yourself need to go through phase one of feelings work first. So, um, so that, and I might, I might share with you a process that I did with a man called uh, Joseph from the um, Create Possibility, where it's about navigating between the theatrics of anger and his real anger. And he needed that navigation because, because he's, he's always sort of put on a show to do the thing right, to do it right. And so he was in possibility management trying to do it right. And you can sense and you can um, move your sensitivity to is it theatrics or is this real anger? So I'll, I'll post you the, the, the process. And you can you can notice this navigation
9: yeah. can you explain a bit more what theatrical anger means
0: what do you mean like theatrical? Yeah, yeah it's oh i no i don't want this no oh i hate you it, can you feel how that's not my real anger and my yeah, real, it's more childish it can be more childish and it's it's it doesn't actually come from the center. It comes from an image as a construct from the head. Yeah,
7: It is like fake it until you make it. So a little
0: bit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I say a little bit mm-hmm. in the beginning, but there's a point where the jacking in mm. into the, the anger that comes from your center needs to happen. The, and really to this fire, so that this fire speaks out without... Mm. Having a, an image of what anger should look like. So would you tell the, that? Yeah.
3: Would you tell that person that's that that is what you see, sometimes?
0: Would so not a, what I say. Really, not in the beginning, because then people become self conscious, and it and mm. it, it blocks them to feel. It just mm. they put their numbness bar high, and it's over. But with with Joseph, I, I I did it. I say. I, I wanted him to have the distinction in his body. So I did tell him. And he yeah. could feel it after whatever, after half hour, he would he would even catch himself, say, oh, okay, that's that's not that's not my real anger. Great. So I have, or,
3: I have one last question.
0: So go ahead. Last question and then Sofia Magdalena. Thank you. I think
3: it's it's usually really helpful to start with rage, but if I would start with somebody to lower the numbness bar and see what they feel when they say it's fear, um would just like have them start feeling fear if it's a first-time new person like this guy.
0: I would say experiment. I would say if they if they say, I'm feeling fear and then they can start feeling the fear. Just go with it, just go with it. But often, often people cannot feel fear because they haven't made it safe enough with their anger. Mm -hmm. But it's not a rule, it is not a rule. So sometimes you might have somebody who also is very new but would have, like for example, women have like a connection to their sadness and then she would just start crying and crying And that's fine. That is also fine for people to come and just grieve in your space. The thing is, um, and and that's the article that I wanted to write that I, in the end, not writing, is it's fine. It's like it's it's great to grieve, but nothing changes until they are angry enough. And that's in an emotional process, in an emotional healing process, you will you might get to that point or like often. So it's not that all process need anger, not all process need anger, but if something needs to change, nothing will change until they get, they get themselves to their anger about what needs to change. So it's a boundary. It's a, uh, it's a new clarity. It's a new decision. All of that is anger. So it's, Try to also not get lost in, uh, um, I mean, I say this as for us in possibility management and and also starting often our journey as space holder in holding space for emotional healing process is that if people are feeling, then it's great. You know, it's like people are feeling big feeling. It's fantastic. And it's actually, that's only one side of it because just having big feelings without using those emotions as information and energy for the shift to happen, for the healing to happen, it's only catharsis. So in possibility management, we don't do catharsis, which is just feel, express your feeling, you know, scream and cry and, and, and blame and shame. And this is catharsis, which came from the Tradition of um, Osho, a lot where they were doing big dance and and big screaming and theater with big emotions, but they weren't they were they were not actually using the emotion as um, the catalyst for change. And this is what we're doing in possibility management, called cathexis, cathexis, and so shift needs to happen.
7: Can you explain again catharsis, cathexis, please?
0: Yeah, catharsis. So it's C-A-T-H-R-A-R. Catharsis, God. (coughs) Can you please write it, maybe? Yeah.
10: Uh, catharsis and... Um,
0: Catharsis and cathexis. Okay, catharsis is feeling for the purpose of feeling. It's feeling, big feeling, just to let them out. Uh, because they are bad or they're wrong or they should be they should be taken out of you. And cathexis is emotions are neutral source of information and energy that are used for shift, that are, can, are, are catalysts for transformation. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really in this cathexis is, and that was part of the conversation that was happening with Beata and also Aurora is, when you're feeling pain it is this pain is asking to be healed so when your clients are feeling pain anger sadness fear and joy or mixed or energetic pain it is coming out because it is asking to be healed and you have you or your client has enough matrix to hold space for that healing otherwise the pain would not be there I, I radically rely on that, that the universe is made so that when the, when the emotion comes up, it is ready to be healed and that you and, the cli- and your client, you know, you or your client have enough matrix for this to, to, be sh- to shift. Okay, maybe they will choose to not <laughs> shift, but it's not because they don't have enough matrix it is because because whatever they maybe they have an enmeshment of child ego state or gremlin ego state and their child and gremlin saying no we no you know I'm blocking blocking the emotional healing process or they're lacking distinction okay well then you give them distinction but really don't worry about uh, Don't worry about people not having the matrix for the healing, Mm. for their healing. yeah. Okay, there was Sophia Magdalena.
11: Yeah, I want to share that also if theatrical anger can be distinguished a lot because it comes from an adult, um, not from an adult, from a parent ego state. And so the theatrical anger can go really into this Parent ego state anger that as the researchers about decontamination decondom- show are is very much more enmeshed than we thought at first. Meaning, for example, also what you said Nayadev, before is
0: this whole topic about pressure, when you're trying to use your sword and then and Sophia Magdalena, I want to pause you. I have an yeah. agreement with Sophia Magdalena as an apprentice to coach her. So when you use this parent anger you actually didn't give examples so we don't know really what you're talking about it was missing examples so can you give examples of parent parent theatrical anger
11: is <clears throat> yeah parent theatrical anger is very it has a kind examples, of an examples it's aggressive okay it's, the, the theatrical part of the anger seems to be aggressive. It's a huge boundary, an unnecessary huge boundary, for example, and no, for no reason, is theatrical parent anger. What would it
3: sound like?
11: Um, so, is your question to make the sound? No, yeah, just to demonstrate it, yeah. Okay no i don't want this Mm. it's slight there's like a is a slight touch that it can feel like anger but it's not fully my anger it's it wasn't my anger that did that
0: I, my experience also is that this parent anger has a lot to do with blaming and shaming others. It's blaming mm-hmm. and putting the responsibility out there mm-hmm. and that there was a rule and, that, and, it, and it was broken and therefore it's their fault. It's a, that's my experience of this parent anger that, that actually doesn't change. It doesn't create sh- shift. Yeah. And it's a lot about unspoken shoulds. So this is, it, it's so a wait, kind So wait, I'm just pausing you. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Because right now you have like four doors open and, and you're opening a new one. So really you, you can only n- land one distinction at a time and then another distinction and then another distinction. But what's the first distinction?
11: The first distinction is that it's an experiment to try to watch out for this parent ego state anger, which the, which is, it seems to be
0: difficult to catch because. Okay. So Fiamia, I'm still coaching you. Why are you saying this right now? What, what was it related to? What was, was this missing in the space? What was missing in the space? Um, Who was speaking before me? So find it in yourself. It's fine.
11: It was missing in the space that every time there is this this pressure coming out of of you as a space holder when there's pressure coming out of you and rules in in your space the hint is to check out the rules that stand behind the pressure because what has been discovered in the last weeks is that a lot
4: of this when you're trying to use your sword
0: So what happened men, speak in yourself because this is this is the process you're going through right now is that correct? Yeah okay so make us relate to you okay. because otherwise that's the otherwise you have the parents speaking right now right and then we have to separate we have to protect ourselves from you let' so say Th- this is the process I'm going through and this is what I've
11: learned I Okay, then I want to share that I'm told I am starting over in everything at the
0: moment. So 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 take a take a breath, take a breath, because we you're still not with us yet.
11: I feel. I feel sad, because I have, well, I don't have to, but I'm wanting. And I'm in this path of learning again, how to speak, how to be with you, because I don't know.
0: I am starting over. And so, so can you say what, what is falling apart? What is what, was, what were you doing before that you couldn't speak to us, actually?
11: What I was doing before was I was pretending. I was ongoingly, constantly, 24 hours a day, pretending to be something that I'm not. And it's like a wall. It's like a buffer zone, which I created. So everything that happens around me cannot fully touch me. Mm. Because if it fully touched me, I felt I fall in love with the people around me. And I can't, until some weeks ago, I could not let that happen. I could not. Let you touch me. And in this journey, what I discovered was that I had wired my sword with my hammer. Meaning every time I would try to get some clarity in the space, I would
0: start hammering people.
11: Because Because I had
0: just... Can you just say what hammering is? Because some people might not know what that means. Hammering means crushing your box.
11: Hammering. Hammering your system so that it cracks open and it has no chance. Is at least that's how my hammer works. And I'm, I'm trying to hide right now, so I'm I'm trying again to hide. I'm trying to pretend, I'm trying to shut this down so I don't have to keep speaking. When I just had this option to use my sword with a hammer or, or adapt to you, so I would only be able to hammer you or adapt. And then I can't really give you coaching because... It can either destroy you or it can adapt to your box. And in that process, also, I discovered that in space holding, every time there comes this pressure of the sword and in the pressure
0: of the hammer, there's a rule behind it. So so feel me to say, when I was hammering you, actually it came from a rule.
11: When I was hammering you, it came from a rule that the space has to go like this. The process has to go in this or that certain way. Or this is how anger work works. And... In... in that, there is a lot of parent ego state meshed
0: into the adult so, ego state. Sophia that you're, you're making it, it away from you again. Instead of okay. saying, I had enmeshed, it was my parent ego state enmeshed in my adult ego state that, that made me do that.
11: It was my parent ego state that was enmeshed with my adult ego state that made me do that, that made me believe inside of the measurement that I'm being clear, that I'm being using my anger to get people to transform, but instead it was the rule and the pressure and the, the have to, the has to that would speak.
0: I would not notice. Okay. so. Th- just in terms of of pacing and and your sharing being in service of us also, this would be the moment where you say, and my experiment right now is. So you give that as an option for anybody who, who has a similar whatever condition or strategy.
11: In my experiment at the moment is to not use my hammer at all. And the door that open is it, the the door that open is that there's this whole world of parent ego state that sneaks in, and we haven't looked at it before. I have not looked at it before because it's so it's so accepted it is so accepted because i was so used to people speak with a parent voice to me
0: and it's 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 really hidden and so so feel me i'm just i'm just stopping you i'm glad that you're really doing this experiment of trying to speak from your adult right now and trying to be close yeah i'm appreciating the experiment and it's In terms of coaching of holding space from an adult being vulnerable and close and being able to be touchable and be touched while still making it not about you. So you're really in this uh, edge work experiment of being at your own edge and still not making it about you. And this is such, it, that's one of the, an experiment as a space holder is that you have to be on your edge for other people to go to the edge of their box and it's still not about you. So there's still about like 51% of your speaking that is turned inwards instead of being turned outwards towards what, is, what do people need to hear, what is needed. So when I, even when I made the, the offer for you to talk about your experiment, you went back into, w- we didn't look at it, you know. I didn't know about the parent ego state. So you went backwards instead of giving the next distinction that was needed in the space. D- does that make any, do you have a sense of that? Yes. Okay. So do you, is there anything else that you wanna say? No i probably okay. yes. I don't, I'm I'm good. Okay. Keep experimenting though. Keep experimenting in in being on this edge and turning your orientation towards the space without losing your experiment of being vulnerable. Great. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
9: Thank you. Julia,
10: thank, thank you. I have a question, anne chloe I I find it very interesting how you're coaching Sofia Magdalena in that specific process. And I'm wondering how you hold um, the distinction in yourself when you're giving her feedbacks to not feed the part of her that is still in some way uh, seeking for orientation through external parent voices or external authority um by saying hey uh, try it more like that 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 this part of herself doesn't interpret it as i should or i was wrong you know like i i can sense like a when this part is is coming to the surface and is more active that it can catch anything to to fall back in the old structure in a way is that understandable
0: i think i get your question i think i get your question there's um, I've been working with Sophia Magdalena for uh, whatever we've been together for two and a half years almost. So I, I get to kind of know her strategies and what, what I have a sense that right now, Sophia Magdalena is missing is an experience of what it's like to speak and be as an adult woman. And so there's no reference point in her about what does it sound like? What does it feel like? What is the pace of it? What are the um, vocabulary that can be used as an adult woman? And so the, my purpose was to give her a point of reference of when, when you have this experience, this is the adult-centered woman. When you, when you say like this, that's something else. And But I've had clients also who are, like Sophia Magdalena has worked a lot about keeping her center and keeping, especially keeping her center with me or other kind of trainers around. So I, and, and we're still working on that, but that was not happening right now. I could feel it if she would give me her center. So there are some clients when, especially working with anger, who are so adaptive and, and really when people are so adaptive that everything that I would say, every offer that I would make, they would say, yes, I make no offer. I really, I stand right there and I wait for them to make the first move. And I can tell them and say, I am waiting. What do you want? What is next? To- open questions. There's no right or wrong. There is no uh, this or that. Open questions and then I wait. And, and, and another part of this is that this is different from working with clients, is that this is working with space holders. Here we're working with space holders and trainers. And, um, and that was, I'm sort of diverging into writing articles, um, is in, in possibility management, there's a certain way of speaking that is called mimetic speaking. And that's what I was talking about of you land one distinction and then there's another distinction and then there's this distinction and maybe an example and then this distinction and you're building the bridge towards new possibility or towards a new experience. This kind of speaking is called mimetic speaking because you are changing the memes of your clients. You're making offers for new memes to come. You, you're making offers. I mean, you can't, you cannot change people's meme. They, they choose to change their memes. And if you read Radiant Draw Brilliant Love, or you read articles, um, there's you can feel this like tunk, 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 tunk. Ah. Oh, God, I have a new this is aha moment. I get new clarity. So this comes from mimetic speaking. Mimetic writing, and I'm, and this is a training that we're in, in with Sophia Magdalena for her to learn this powerful, close, vulnerable mimetic speaking. And so that's what I was also coaching for, not not just um, the adult part of her; it's also the trainer part of her. So that's why there's two things about this. Can um, on that topic here, please? Is that for me, Chloe? Yes, this mimetic things. I would like okay. to search around that. Thank you. I'll send a link. Okay. Thank you. Also, Brianne, would you also send it in the in the telegram group? Yeah. So there's two things about this is, is one as is one thing that I said in the first ever the first session that we had together is when I'm gonna be coaching you, I'll make offers, I'll make prompts. I will give you a sentence to say so you can have the experience of how that sentence impact the space or impact your client. I encourage you to do this with each other. I want to, uh, there's a couple of things that I want to talk about before and then to move into practice of feedback and coaching is that when you practice feedback and coaching, give sentences to, your, to the person that you're coaching so they can have an experience of what it's like to say this in a different way because their box do not have that option, but you have that option because you have a different box. So give other people option that are practical, that people can grab. And the second thing about mimetic is write articles, write transformational articles. So that's why I posted this, write your articles that Aurora picked up also is it's an offer to write mimetic transformational articles that are different from sharing articles that are different from diary articles that some of you made as your first writing and it's already scary to put yourself out there you know you know to put your inner world out there but then there's the next step of writing articles that when people read it it changes who they are and that is practicing mimetic writing that will help you do mimetic speaking in the spaces that you are. So I encourage you to um, read some of my articles, Clinton's articles, a certain way that Radiant Joy Brilliant, Brilliant Love is written to get a sense of what mimetic is. And we, I don't think we'll have a lot of time to go into this in this Rage cup spaceholder training.
10: Thank you, this was super helpful.
0: Great, great. I wanna say a couple more things. One is about uh, more like logistical, practical hints for setting up spaces as you're putting your spaces out there, like Rage Club, introduction to Rage Club, is for one thing, this came up with, and that would be Aurora, uh, for your question this came up with aurora trying to organize this fear this healing fear space me as a space holder and and her as the organizer and this here the possible clients and and what i noticed is that um and it's not just for you or it's really for everybody is that it takes a commitment to other people's commitment to hold a transformational space and invite people in that transformational space because their box do not want transformation. So you need to come and speak to their being who is so hungry for that transformational, even when their box is saying, everything's fine. I don't want transformation. So it it takes a certain... Um, really, clarity of saying, hey, this is what the process, this is what the process is for, or this is what the rage club is for. Be really clear about the dates, about how to register. And that it cannot be, or oh, well, you could try, but for me it hasn't never tried, is it cannot be an open space where you say, come if you want. Because if you say come if you want, then as the space approach, the box freaks out and say, oh, I have other things to do. Oh, I'm late. Oh, I can't make it. So the people, your people need to register with you. This means that they need to send an email saying, I am registering and you send back an email. I have confirmed your registration and I will send you the link by then. And this email, this communication is an energetic bond that make it stronger for the box to not, not show up. So you need to make that bond. And so that's one part of it is the bond, but it is also, for example, Aurora, that would be your practice until Saturday is for right now to scan in this space and say, and have a sense of, okay, who needs this fear process? And I'm gonna explain what the fear process is. The process that i was offering aurora that i'm offering this whole space is that you it is possible that at some point in this life or in a past life you were in a moment of extreme fear and the way that you've survived that moment is that you have frozen yourself you've energetically even emotionally frozen yourself with this fear that i'm not going to move i have to stay quiet i have to stay laying down i I have to disappear, I have to be small. And this is frozen fear inside of your body. And there's a process that we can do together where we go back there and you can use your own fear to unfroze this fear. It's a magical process. It is totally incredible that you can use your fear to unfreeze your own fear. Okay, so that's the process. And Aurora, it's your job to find 10 people who will participate in this process for me to hold space. And that's one thing. So you get to scan the people and say, hey, Anne Elizabeth, I'm g- I want to talk to you about this fear process. I think you need this fear process. Will you, know, will you come? Really, will you come? Will, so will you do that, Aurora? Find 10 people, talk to them. <clears throat> Tell yes. them that they need this process.
9: Yes, I will. That would,
0: that would be great Great practice for you. <laughs> Yay. And as if you are ever an organizer for, so there's the, the client, the participant, you're the organizer, you're the middle man or woman, and there's a space holder, is you need to be in contact with the space holder. You need to make it that, it's easy for them to hold space. That means the day before you say, we have that many people, Uh, this is the money we collected, if there's any money included, Um, this is the link, I'll see you 15 minutes before the process starts, do you need anything? So as an organizer, you're holding space for both the participants and the space holder and it can be an ecstatic joy to, to make things happen. To make things happen like that, as whatever, as a elegant, elegant magical uh, communication. To so try to make your communication and invitation as elegant as possible, because people already feel the magic that you can create in the invitation that you can make. And if they, if there's, like, I mean. I don't know. Everybody has knacks. Do you know what knacks are? Knacks are like um, special secret talents that, that you have that basically other people you can't really learn them. It's just you have a secret talent. Okay. One of my secret talent is that I have an extremely good memory. Like I just remember stuff. I remember what people say, I remember what process they've been through, I remember. Uh, what the name of their partner or what the name of their cat is, like whatever. I just remember stuff like that. And so when I make invitation, I use this snack as saying, hey, do you remember this two years ago? Well, okay, I think you haven't been through that process yet. What about going through that process now? And they'll be like, do you remember that? And that, <laughs> that's the magic. And they're like, oh my God, this woman can do this. I trust it to hold space for me. I trust it mm. to hold space for me. So so find your knack that you can use as magical tools for invitation. So, okay, that would be one of the assignments for next week. Find one of your knack and then share it in the group. Find one of your knack that that you can use for magical, elegant transformation. Aurora, you have just five days to figure it out before Saturday, so... You on a tighter deadline than everybody else. <laughs> What's
3: happening on Saturday?
0: Okay, Saturday, Aurora. You have two minutes to make the invitation right now. Oh,
9: on. Um, I'm gonna put you in gallery view. Yeah, on Saturday we are holding a transforma- transformational space for unfreezing your fear. Um, it will be at 12 o'clock German time, uh, 7 o'clock uh, Brazil time, and in the evening for
0: Melbourne. I'll send you the exact
9: times and more details about it
0: today. Okay, Aurora, then you miss the opportunity right now to say who's in, and, and then you oh, have it right. solved. Who's in? Who's in?
9: How <laughs> long? Oh, it will go for two hours. Is that correct? You needed yes. two hours. Yes. 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 Two hours. Great.
0: Great. Wait. 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 I mean, you don't have the. You didn't make the bond. You did not make the bond. Oh. Or, uh, the bond here would be by saying their name. Ingrid, you're in. Go ahead. Okay. Ingrid, you can you put your hands up if you are in. Ingrid, Great. Chloe,
9: ragu <laughs> Emma,
5: Martina,
9: ragi Sorry. Thank you. uh Tian. Who else? Nayade. Nay- um,
0: Keep going.
9: Did I miss anyone? Yes. Emma. Did you have your hand up? No. There's, yes. there's Nada. Emma. Nada. Yes. Hannah.
2: Great.
0: Julia. Did I miss anyone?
9: Oh, I can't see Julia.
0: Julia is in. And Elizabeth. Julia. Thank
9: you. Are. Great. Okay. Thank you. I
10: just really
9: you. almost hey. everyone. Perfect. So, Aurora, right, what will you do? I will send around a um, link in in the um, and it, I will send around the details for the event in the Telegram group.
0: I would propose something different. You okay. you, you ask it can be I'm going to send the details to each of you personally. By, mm-hmm. by private message i'm saying this aurora because as you we'll talk about this maybe in a couple of weeks will be about building your circle it's a lot mm-hmm. about sending and being in contact with individual people and it takes it's part of the process it takes time and attention and energy and love and and it can be again it's ecstatic to be have this personal contact so this is that way, I would ask you to do that. Actually, I'd like to just
9: create a group so that we can have the personal contact. But it's not just for me; it's for everybody. Can start as you wish,
0: as you yeah. wish.
9: I'm gonna do that.
0: So, so what you'll create a personal, you'll create a group.
9: Yeah, I'll, I'll create a um, yeah group for unphrasing the fear, and yeah, send, and put. And put the details in there about the dates and the the link and the time. About how day. do we how and do we get also, in the group? I will invite you into the group how? from the Telegram. Uh, I don't I don't know what you mean.
0: <laughs> what do you mean how? how? So will you add us? Or will you post a link on the on the group? Oh, I will add everybody that
9: has volunteered you know, that has committed to being in in the group.
0: So okay, do you remember everybody? Yes, I took a screenshot when okay. everybody put their
9: hand up at first.
0: Yeah. Okay. So see, Aura, you need we need all these details. Okay. Otherwise it's it there's too much fear. How's it gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Where is she gonna send us the link? When is she gonna send us the link? You need this this really close connection. I will take care of every step of the way and I'm telling you how it goes. And then you Mm -hmm. can make it that you take away all the obstacles that their boxing gremlin could invent to not show up in the space. Mm -hmm. Take away the obstacles. Yeah. Because you get it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Thank you.
3: And Aurora, people volunteered to be there on Saturday, and I didn't put my hand up because I can't be there on Saturday. But if... I'd love to be in the process. So if it's a group with more things, then you could check again if people want to be...
9: If there is another group happening, you mean? or, or
3: If there's another event happening.
9: Yeah. Then I will let you know if there's another event that's happening. Yeah. At the moment, there is one. Thank you. Um, and I feel sad that you can't come and I'm Thank not you. sure how to include you in that
4: oh then we also like to be included in that because i'm not for me it's not possible to join on saturday yeah but i'm Mm -hmm. into
0: so you have four people that could that would want to do the process and that cannot come on saturday Mm -hmm. then aurora as the organizer then you face with feelings Mm -hmm. get that there's sadness you said the sadness because people can't come what are the other feelings it's fear yeah about
9: um about letting people down
0: okay that sounds to me like an emotional fear yeah so that would be an emotional healing process for you Mm -hmm. fear of letting people down that sounds like an Mm -hmm. emotional healing process and then anything else
9: Mm. no I think it's those two okay yeah
0: so you have these two and then mm, how did I say that it's what's going to happen what are you going to do <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, I, I mean I I I'm serious I'm like I'm serious about this because this is what we're faced really all the time yeah make a proposal it doesn't work for some people what are you going to do
9: i feel to just go ahead with the arrangement because there's enough of a critical mass you needed 10 people
0: so that is happening so Um, then what i'm hearing is that you use i'm saying i use my anger i feel angry and i'm making a decision it's happening saturday at this time yeah yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. You, do you get it that Saturday. you need your anger to make that decision and be clear and then mm-hmm. still feel sad that there's some people who will not be able to come you yeah you need your anger mm-hmm. great Thank anything you. else nope okay so i'm 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 demonstrating here what what could happen what yeah, what could happen in your Rage Club is that for me, the way I I in like I approach or I engage with Rage Club or even this Rage Club spaceholder training is that I make offers for experiment practices, assignments that will put you in a certain liquid state and me that will put us in a certain liquid state. And then there's stuff that comes up. If you take the risk of sharing or being vulnerable, there's stuff that comes up. And that's that's when you, as a space holder, can make distinction right on point. That you can make distinction for things that apply directly to people's life. Just like I did with Aurora or with the question with Naomi. Or so, so that you can consider that your offers are to put people in liquid state and then have them take the risk of asking a question or making a sharing or doing an experiment right there and then, and you give them their X on the map where they are in their life right now. And this is what was missing in the two sessions before where in the groups of three, people were not giving feedback and coaching. And so my fear that I'm getting is that, Right now, we don't really have the skill in this team to, to be bold enough as a space holder to tell people, to, it's really to tell people to, to be with people where their X on the map is. This is where you are. Just like I did with whatever Sophia Magdana, or even when I was navigating Marcus or with Aurora, it's like, this is where you are and this is what's possible as the next step and that requires for you to take a risk as the space holder to to scan and be bold and be bold in your own like commitment to them they're paying you to get where they are this is what they're paying you for they're paying you to get where they are and to and to have other options so so i would like i think we still have an hour right there's other things I wanted to talk about, but oh, well, I want to do this first. I want us to practice this boldness of tell, really telling people, I'm going to say it like that, telling people where their X on the map is as a, not as a, like a prophecy, like not as gospel, but as a way to empower them to get where they are and where they can go next because they're in their box. They're just in their box. Everybody's in their box, but you are outside and you get to have clarity about what's going on, like what you see from outside the box and they, they're paying you for that clarity. Does that make any sense what I'm talking about? That this was not really happening in the, in the previous sessions also? Okay, okay. So I would like to split in groups of three where there's a client, a space holder and a coach. And here we are, the the space holder, your first question is, it would be, tell me in two sentence where where you are stuck, like what's in the way of you holding space, holding space for Rage Club? Tell me in two sentence, what's in the way for you to hold space for Rage Club? And the client, you start answering and the space holder, you get to be with them, give them feedback and coaching and possibility and ask questions to to give them their X on the map that will be useful for them to be where they are and then take the next step. You have to first bring them where they are really and then give them the next step. So you have two jobs. Feedback to tell them where they are, really. And then the, the other one is, what if you tried this instead? Okay, so this is not an emotional healing process. You're building experiments and practices for them to do right now, for them to take their next step. Okay, coach. So basically, there's two coach here. Coach, you're coaching a space holder, if just the same thing. Okay, the coach, you you have to tell the space holder, hey, you're not moving here. You were feeling something, you had a sense of something, you were scanning, that was too slow, or that was too fast. Or you could have asked a question here instead of making a statement. Okay, so the coach, your job is to coach the space holder for better coaching. You get that? The coach, you coach the space holder for them to give better feedback and coaching and possibility. Be with the client.
6: I Head have off. unclarity. Yes, I got confused at some point. Mm-hmm. The space holder is asking the client. Yes. Where are you stuck? Yes. Okay. So it's not the space holder who is saying where they are stuck. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Check your okay. clarification.
5: I have another oh. question. Yes. You said it's, it's about giving feedback and asking questions also. So it's not that yeah. I kind of sense and say like, this is where you are but rather well, kind of work it out
0: that's a great question the way i the way the way i work is that i've learned to be arrogant about my own scanning it means that i scan and i'm pretty because of my experience and my own getting feedback and coaching i'm pretty clear about where people are but sometimes it's not useful to just land it on them so i need to ask a question that will that that gives me a sense okay do they sense where they are mm-hmm. so I, I i have a whatever my own scanning gives me the direction of the question that i want to ask yeah. and it's not that i'm expecting an answer i'm not expecting a particular answer because i'm going on a journey with them and sometimes this sometimes it's the pressure in terms of a statement and sometimes it's the vacuum so we don't I would have wanted to do this today. I don't think we'll have time, maybe next week. I wanna practice with you something that is called the vacuum rapid learning, which is about asking question and going down the elevator of the underworld. And it's a very useful tool to hold space. So we'll do that next week and I'll send you the, the website so you can read it before next week. So we can just jump into practice next week. So, so it's sort of like you get, you get all your tools you get all your tools right now as a space holder, feedback and coaching and 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 see what works best, something like that. But it's
2: mm-hmm.
0: the purpose, sorry, is especially for the people who were sharing about their fear of giving feedback and coaching is to get bold. Just get bold with your own, re- radically relying on your own sense, on your own life experience, of, on your own connection with the other person. And if you get a, if the client says, no, that's not at all what's going on. It's like, okay, that's a beep. So what? You'll, you'll survive it, I'm, I can tell you. Okay, any, Oliver, anything else?
5: No, it's fine. It's like building the ground that things can land.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, just give me a second. Okay.
4: As can, the,
0: you can you say that again?
4: We have a short break just to go to the toilet.
0: You have one minute. Let's go. One minute.
8: What are the times for the breakout rooms?
0: Yes, I'll say it again. Uh, I would say 10 minutes. 10 minutes. So you have time, like 10 to 12 minutes
8: Per per person. Per person, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah.
10: and chloe can i ask meanwhile um what do you mean when you say i learned to be arrogant with my scanning
0: yes <laughs> what's your
10: question well i'm working on my own arrogance shadow and so on and at the same time mm-hmm. like trying to to we had this talk with nada about this last week like how like when you become too have more matrix and see more things how to make the distinction between yeah when you are like putting people in boxes by scanning them actually or you know what i mean
0: uh, yes my answer is that i keep checking that my own coaching the purpose of my own coaching is love clarity possibility transformation empowerment and then whatever, whatever works to serve that purpose. And, and I think sometimes, I, I think I said that in the, in the telegram group is that sometimes I will notice something and I, but it's not the time to put it on the table. It's just, it's not appropriate. It's just, it won't serve any of those five right principle. So I put it on the shelf and maybe I will never have to use it because the person will transform by themselves out of that survival strategy. But um, there's a a point where you will be faced also with boxes and gremlin who will really, I mean, as it is their job, they will defend the survival strategy. And I say, and I can be really clear of saying, especially with like uh, confusion boxes or or confusion gremlins, gremlin that try to confuse me about my own noticing. And I'm like, look, you, I heard this. And then you said this, and I heard this. When you say this, the purpose is that. Can you feel it? But I, I, it's not all the time, but I've learned to just not let my own clarity as the purpose of empowerment, as for the purpose of transformation. Not because I want them to get anywhere, but because they're stuck. We are all stuck. We are all stuck somewhere, and sometimes it it really takes somebody to say, "This is fucking bullshit. You are bullshitting yourself," and I'm here for you to stop bullshitting yourself. So, how are we going to do this? And and that it's it's rare. I've I've met. It's really rare to meet people who have that level of commitment. That I'm I'm ready for you to hate me. I'm ready for my participant to hate mm-hmm. me, if if that means that something will shift for them. So I've had clients who have, I've talked to them, friends, even whatever I would consider friends. And they said, after coaching, they said they wouldn't talk to me for six months. And then six months later, they would call me and say, thank you, thank you. And that's what I mean by my own ar- arrogance. So it's I'm not trying to get them somewhere, but it's, um, I know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. And sometimes I get it wrong and I get a beep and it's, I, and I learn from it but I'd rather get a beep than not doing anything. Yeah. Cool. Okay, here we go. Uh, Brianne Vaillancourt, you are an extra person, so you'll be moving from room to room. So just stick around here for a second. Okay, here we go. Sophia Magdalena, are you in a group? You can still hear me oh my god brianne i'm making you co-host so you can actually move between the rooms okay can you see the breakout rooms now yeah great okay yeah so brian uh this is going to be recorded i think it's good for you the coaching coaching the coach coach the space holder is is lighten the steamroller, lighten yeah. the steamroller, and okay, and, and then your practices ask how can you ask question, how can you? It's not actually how can you ask question, is how can you give questions to the spaceholder. You know the spaceholder will, and how can you give questions? Look for questions, yes. powerful transformational question. Great. Okay.
9: Uh, i will go to the room seven
0: great I'll, i can see you you can see me so just let's try to not be in the same room okay okay
6: in the way I have, I have a very warrior attitude that forgets to sense what is going on in the space because it's very driven and this is what's stopping me or like preventing me from from uh, holding space
7: yeah you feel you, the warrior energy and you you are not able to to sense at the same time what is going on in the space
0: I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt all of you guys. I want to change the constellation so Emma can go first because you've been not here until, until now. And you as coach, you're not going to actually help Ingrid. Does that make any sense to you? Mm. So what if Emma, you went first as a client? So you can actually exactly be there, just be there. And so Nada, would you hold space for Emma and Ingrid? Yes. You're the coach for Nada. Yes. Okay. Great. You You work with what is there, Nada? So yes. Go ahead.
6: Emma, I f- I see your sand.
7: So Nada, as a as a yeah, point, you yeah. would say.
0: Go I, ahead, Ingrid.
7: I, yeah, uh, Nada. Um, Can you ask instead what she's feeling instead of saying I see you as you are saying? Okay. Okay. Emma, what are
0: you feeling? And Nada, you can really say, hey, I'm listening. Just say, I'm listening. Emma, I'm
6: here and I'm listening to you. What's what's going on?
0: Yes, and so you can say yes, Nada. Yes. You're doing super, Emma. You're doing super. You're getting where you are. Yes, Emma.
7: Yeah, it's good that you say her name. That's good.
0: Ingrid, try to have your voice match the energy of the space, which is a little not as sharp. So then, then it's not so sharp on Emma's nervous system. Mm.
7: Yes, thank you.
0: Hi, Emma. What is going on? Slower. Not really slower.
3: I feel so sad
6: because I just don't know what to do. You don't know what to do with what?
2: With my whole fucking life.
6: You don't know what to do with my whole fucking
2: life.
4: I feel so sad that I'm still in, in this place.
0: <sighs> what triggered this sadness, Emma? <sighs> that, uh, that would be too much of a analyst question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ingrid.
7: Yes, it, it was uh, t- too much to, to put her in her intellect.
0: Yeah. So what would be the proposal, Ingrid?
7: Just... Yeah, yeah. Um, offer her just to... to, to st- to go deeper, to let more sadness out. There's more sadness or something like that.
0: Or I would, I would just say she's feeling fine. So you don't actually need to push for the feeling. Mm. But you can just say, hey, I want to hear more. I, can you mm. just tell me more, Emma? I'm, yes. I want to I hear where you are. Just really be with her.
6: Yes, thank you. Hmm. I... Yes, I want to be with you, Emma, really. Slower, not a really yeah, slower, slower. Yeah, slower.
4: Thank mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, you. I just feel so guilty that I'm like this in this space. <sighs> that,
0: that, that could be the moment where you say, okay, Emma, I know that you know that guilt is a mixed emotion. Can you tell me about the sadness, the fear, and the anger? So right in the process you can have more clarity yes thank you for that
4: yeah thank wait,
0: wait, you would you just wait so nada can can practice also thank you yeah.
6: emma i know that you know that guilt is a mixed emotion so would you like to explore the sadness the fear that
10: please the, tell me
6: please please don't, tell me yeah I'll ask okay so it's a, sorry, it's, it's, it's a mix
7: of pushing and also,
6: right. Okay. I sense it.
7: Yeah. Okay. Please yeah, tell and, me. I, and I feel still that the, the, your voice is not coming from all your bodies. Try to speak from all your bodies.
0: I just want to give you a hint, Nada, that you've been in a state like that. Just mm-hmm. like, am I like, what am I doing with my life? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in this amazing space with people and I can't be here trying to find that place in you and then speak to emma from there yeah so without Mm -hmm. going into both victims just it's a compassion Mm -hmm. it's a compassion yes
6: yes Yes. okay
0: okay you're doing great i'll go into another breakout room.
6: emma i've been there and
10: So I, um, we just had the situation that I coached I, I was space holder for Chloe's process and Nayade was the coach but she lost her connection so she just came back and I was asking her if she had some coaching for the first part that she, she witnessed
9: yeah so I didn't hear what you said to her but what I was sensing was that Chloe had um, a story about Having to make it right and having to get it right completely, like from a pairing. and that pressure that she has on her, and then she's putting also on the space.
0: So Niyati, so the, then what what can Julia shift in her in the in the way she's being with Chloe and the way she's coaching that would allow for Chloe to 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 slip out of the giving the right answer? What could Julia yeah. ask?
9: yeah i I couldn't hear what julia said she just asked me what i saw and then my connection went away so i didn't actually hear what Julia said
0: okay
10: okay so i when you were out i suggested to chloe to make an experiment Mm. the next uh, maybe i could give the coachings i have go go so um i like the way you made the completion loops it made me feel like i'm really understood
0: and so Chloe I I'm going to I'm going to coach you about how you're yeah, coaching your yeah. spouseholder is like if you say i like then it's a judgment and uh-huh. it's a praise instead of saying it worked or this is it what works. happened when you did a completion loop. i felt okay. heard there's no judgment it's a it's an experience okay. so what was your experience
10: so i experienced feeling heard and understood very well by the way you completed my communication and at some point I noticed I was a bit um, I noticed that my box of wanting to to make things right was even more activated in the way you establish contact with me that I was kind of using it to go in my intellect and actually what would have worked best is for you to find a way to consciously give me an experience right now that i am okay as i am right now fully um because this is what it's it was about what i was sharing this this you know and i have just like yeah then stop and breathe and and what what is there now when i just look at you or something like this
0: Mm -hmm.
10: like something more experiential
0: Thank you. And so Julia, I don't know what happened, but I have a coaching for you in terms of you have a nice girl box. And so you'll have nice girl boxes in your spaces. And if you stay in your nice girl box, they will stay in their nice girl box and, and then transformation is lost. So you need to step out. You need to move to the edge of this nice girl. So either by, you know, that would mean taking a risk. It would mean taking a risk for you. And for example, a risk that you could take with Chloe is if, if you were fully accepted, how would it, how would it look like? How would it look like to be fully accepted? Because, because in reality to be fully accepted or to be okay as you are is a, is a fantasy world. It's like a total construct that is un. It's impossible to achieve because the, what it's, it, it, it's like being perfect. It has no connection to reality, but you can ask questions that will make a crack in Chloe's uh, f- familiar thinking that she has to be okay with the way she is. Mm-hmm. You get you get what I'm saying? And so, but that will be dangerous for you because you have the same thing. You think you have to be okay the way you are. And so you, you would be... Um, dismantling your box as you're dismantling chloe's box Mm. Mm. you know and you both find a liquid state so what if you tried that right now try to take a little like a a bigger risk have this this question the question so i don't know what word she used you would need to use her words but it's what would it be like? Tell me, what would you need to be completely okay with yourself or something like that?
10: Mm-hmm. So, what would you need to really feel you're doing it right and to be accepted as a spaceholder?
0: and wait, and she's doing the inner research, you just wait, the holding space.
10: I'm noticing that I cannot find anything external, that it has something to do about a shift that I have to do inside of me, actually.
0: what's and you say what's the shift what needs to shift for example yeah. and then you, you're right with her you're not letting her mm-hmm. have her box come back in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what is it that needs to shift inside of you
10: well this belief that I have to perform something uh, to be a certain way to be loved generally to be accepted to belong mm-hmm.
0: So I see that this would be a topic for an emotional healing process. But Julia, you're not there yet. She, doesn't have, she didn't get the clarity yet about the emotional healing process. So there's a couple more steps before you can say that. So she leaves with clarity. For, so, for example, the next step would be saying well, who, who you've been performing your whole life. Because you, you get it, Julia, that children are not born as performers children are born as present human being. And then stuff happens in our life and we build this box. So Chloe built this box that somehow she needed to perform for somebody so that she would be loved. Mm. So who, and then she's projecting it on, on the world, but it's really only one person often, maybe two. So who did you perform to be in order to be loved? Pause before you answer, mm-hmm. Chloe. Julia, can you ask this with trying to like match my level of commitment in a way? Because you're still using this kind of nice girl vo- voice and it's be like, hey, Chloe. Uh, so I don't know what you need, but it's you, it will feel like you're shouting. So mm-hmm. try to shout at Chloe and you won't actually. So Chloe, who did you perform to be in order to be loved? Try it again. Try it again with like more sword, more like no inflection of voice. No, it's like, who do you, who did you perform for? Who did you have to perform for? Mm
10: -hmm. Who did you perform for in order to be loved? Um, Performed for my parents
0: which one at this point, every time when really as a hint for anybody in an emotional healing process, they say parents, I say, which one, which one was it? Say it again. Julia is more, which like you try imagine, imagine yourself. God, I need to shift the, whatever. Um, imagine you, you are in your box. Then there's a whole, your box. And then there's her box. And then there's her being inside of a box and you're trying to shoot straight through the being, and it takes energy to go mm. through your box and her box into the being. Yes. Yeah. So try, try that's the sensation. Which one, Chloe? <laughs>
10: um, well, we're coming to an end, right?
0: So Thank you. it.
10: I, I was really busy with the coachings and uh, taking that in, but yeah. Anyways, it was maybe uh, my my father. Thank you.
7: Thank you. The, Thank
0: so, you. Julia, did you know that it was her father?
7: Felt like.
0: Yes or no? Did you know that it was your father? That it was her father?
10: Not one hundred percent, but
0: I. Okay, how much percent? Eighty. Okay, well, that's enough. That's what I mean by being arrogant about your own scanning. Yeah. You already, so when she says, father, you say, thank you. In the way you would say, thank you. It's in a way that it's, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. And it's not a way to mm-hmm. like um, minimize her discovery, but it's like, this is it. This is happening. It's totally normal whatever. It's normal. And, and we can do something about it. So then and you can, we're shifting to the next, but the wrap up would be just like you said, Julia you know, this is an emotional healing process. That's a boundary. You're missing a boundary with your dad there. So you can get, you can reclaim your own woman, womanhood, your space, you know, space holding as a woman and not as somebody who's trying to please her father. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Shift to the next. Yes. Yes. Hey. Um, hi, I'm gonna go. Wait, would you just wait for a second, Emma? And I would just talk to you. I just really wanna talk to you, okay? And I'm just gonna tell Ingrid to keep going in their space and I'll I'll be back. So just stick around, okay? Okay. I Emma is in the main room and I'm gonna talk to her. So you guys okay. just keep doing the work together. There's two more session two more whatever so one of you is a coach at some point and then whatever you just figure it out among you two you have enough intelligence okay
7: yes i thought that is Brian not um, free she is doing something else okay so okay. just do it among yourself you have enough yes okay great okay thank you thank you any
9: things on your you have many things on your plate that Have your attention and what stops you from from choosing what is important
5: yeah i actually am choosing i'm i mean i'm doing the assignments and i set up a set up an intro talk and i put it on facebook and i'm starting to invite people so i'm doing that
9: so what is getting in the way of your space holding for rage club Go.
5: I have, like, I haven't, I haven't kind of thought about or, you know, like setting up a four week series, like, not only a free introduction, but kind of making a real, a real rage club. And you I've,
9: haven't thought about making a real rage club, what what does this mean? What well like, a four, week, like a four week
5: like a four-week online series or a or a one-day workshop. So, so
0: there's there's a fear that is Yeah, I'm gonna just pause. So Jennifer, where is this working? Is this working for you? It's you have a sense of it in you. It takes a bit uh it goes a bit slow.
4: Somehow, but I'm I'm also seeing she's asking questions and she's shifted. Like, okay, this is not what is what is not working. Okay, so we will end that to another.
0: So Jennifer, way. I'm, asking,
4: um,
0: I'm I'm not asking for a full description. It was really, is this working or not? Because this is how you're gonna build your sensitive detector. If you're in there, if you say, if it's working, it's go. You really have to say go. Mm-hmm. And, and you're still like holding back. You're, 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 moving, you're moving back instead of being, being in and being committed to Aura and being committed to Oliver. So I'm asking you to bring yourself in and to have a sense, this is working. Every sentence that Aura or Oliver say, you would say, is this working or this not working? Is Oliver going in his head or actually is he actually hitting the point? So right now it's mostly intellectual and Aura has tried to move into, hey, Oliver, what's what's really up with you? Something like that. I would really ask, you know, clear, straightforward question. or I say, Oliver, this whole, I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm asking for. Something like that. That's what I would ask Aura if I were you. I'm, I'm asking you what's, what's really going on where are you know what do you need basically so, so try that aura um, Oliver what
9: yeah what is the feeling that is there for you what yeah that's what I want to ask what mm. yeah what is the feeling that is there for you in the way of rage club space holding
5: yeah I feel sad about kind of mm. confusing myself and confusing you in, in sense of, yeah, I'm doing the rage club space order training assignments. And,
2: feel
9: sad. and I'm, yeah, you feel sad. So All right.
0: He was, yeah. he, that, he was starting to reveal his inner world and especially as mm-hmm. a man, you want to give him a little more space than a woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't need to repeat back because you have a lot of listening so he's feeling heard. So you don't need yeah. to repeat back to fill in the space. Thank you. Yeah. So keep going, Oliver.
5: Yeah. So, yeah, I have, I feel sad about confusing you and confusing myself. Because, yeah, I'm doing the assignments, I'm being a good boy, and I'm not going for like really. Yeah, like really holding real rage club. Okay.
0: Yeah. What I would say, or uh, no, I don't know, but it would be, you know, being a good boy has nothing to do with holding space for rage club. So mm-hmm. then you're wasting the opportunity of rage club spaceholder training to discover who you are as a as a spaceholder not being a good boy. So what is that about? How come you would miss such an opportunity so, do you, mm. that would open yes. the door of like what's really going on?
7: Mm.
9: Yeah, Oliver, I really feel I'm feeling your sadness. Um, and, yeah, being a good boy is not what space holding is about. So,
0: yeah, what is there for you in that? I would ask a more precise question or I would like, say, how come you would let your good boy like ruin the opportunity of, of actually learning something? What, what's so important to keep the good boy show going?
9: Mm-hmm.
0: Something okay. like, you know, to what, is, what is so important,
9: Oliver, for you about your good boy that you want to keep that show going? Hmm.
0: Great. Feel your fear aura and stay with Oliver. You're doing super.
5: Yeah, I feel like kind of going into my head about it and and arguing about it.
0: I, I would say you want to argue about your good boy. Yeah, you want to argue about your good boy. That, is that really, you know, no, whatever, right. really, is that really what you want to do here?
9: Well, I, tell me about
0: your anger with your good boy. So I wouldn't, he, he needs to get there himself you get it? it otherwise, otherwise you're you're taking away the opportunity for him to discover that he might actually be totally pissed off about what he's doing. But right mm-hmm. now he's pretending to be, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my good boy. That's mm-hmm. I'm doing the right thing. And it's like how, how insane is that? So but but you need to show the insanity for him to get pissed off enough. Do you do you get the, the process? <laughs>
9: sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get there.
0: Yeah, so you, Aurora, yeah, you really, really try to try to not smart and try to like really commit. There's a being in there. There's a being that is that is being stolen away by by doing the assignment and being a good boy. And you have, you know, you can relate to that because you have a good girl mm-hmm. box, and it's like how fucking insane it is to have your life run by the good girl box and do what's being told of you and. And it's like, okay, and the Rage Club is, is about that. It's about finding this other force in you. And so, and you can let your being speak like past the good girl and say, this is what I want to see, Oliver. This is what I, I want to see that part. Where is that part? Do you get it? And, and you would, but you would need to let your girl go, to, good girl show collapse too. try that try to Um, let that collapse and and talk to the oliver's being yeah i feel fear around that um you can can do this how to do it Um, yeah let it speak let your being speak in your anger
9: yeah so oliver you really want to
0: let your good boy run the show Alright, try something else. Try to speak. Try to let your your pirate goddess woman speak and say, "Hey, I want you to be a spaceholder, Oliver. I want you to be a true spaceholder. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, so you can say what you want as a commitment to him." So try that, mm-hmm. Oliver. I really want you to. Keep going. Keep just let it go. Let it roll. Um,
9: Oliver, I want you to be a space holder here. So yeah, what do you need to? What
0: what is this relationship with your good boy that needs to shift? i just want to try something i know oliver that you're in the liquid state and you're processing all this and you're doing great but so jennifer would you would you talk to oliver
4: as the space holder
0: yes as 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 you being committed to his Mm. his winning
4: Yeah. yeah oliver why are you letting your good boy um identity Speak from you
0: your, don't ask a question, Jennifer. Tell him what you want. Tell him how your being is committed to his being.
4: Oliver, I want you to be a space holder for the Rage Club.
0: Okay, what else? How? Be specific.
4: I want you to. Um, to stake it. I want you to. Just start the rage club because you have that inside of you. You can bring that. That adult man in you is there to hold space for rage club
0: for other men. Jennifer, say that for other men to get out of this.
4: For other men to get back their anger, you have that, and you can do that. And I, I want you.
0: Yeah, I want you. I need you. Because. Do you get it, Jenny? It's like, how are you gonna find a man who's who's a true man if if all of us not holding space for Rage Club? It's yes. really about that.
4: It's really important that you do that as a man to help, yeah, to bring space club, space. I'm sorry, to the ra- <laughs> to bring the Rage Club to other men because you have. You can do that. You're already there. Other men need that.
0: Okay, so Aura, then now ask a question. It's like, okay, what about this, Oliver? You can just say, how, you know, just check in with them, basically. Yeah, Oliver, how does this land for you?
5: I'm inspired by the idea of uh, doing Rage Club for men. And I feel some sadness in. feels like an emotional healing process somehow yeah it's like
0: <laughs> good oliver i'm so pissed off at you right now because we there's three women taking a stand for you like that we want you to win and then you tell us oh i could hold space for rage club for men that's not what is this about like how how are you going to commit to yourself to your being and letting like forget the good girl the good boy show like how are you going to get through that like i'm seriously asking how are you going to make use of this opportunity to get through that because you won't be able to hold space for rage club if that's the thing that's running the show you won't be able to the good boy cannot
4: well does the man inside you your man what does he what does he want to say right now
5: yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting I'm getting this and I'm I'm doing anger every day and I will commit to set a date for for a 4 week series of rage club.
0: I Forget about forget about the 4 weeks rage club. Okay, Oliver, forget about this. The thing is how you're going to make use of this opportunity. So that would be that's the thing to get on or like to ha- doing the good boy show in the Rage Club Space Holder training is bringing you nothing. It's bringing you nothing. You're not getting what you need to get. So ask for possibilities. How can I get out of this? That would be, that would be a stand. So I'm going to close the room now. You, you do what you want. You know, you get, you figure this out. You get to Oliver, I want you
4: to, to to raise your voice and to use your anger to ask possibilities. Okay. Can you do that? What do you need?
0: So the coaching here, Jennifer, would be the way that you say that it's mothering him. Then you mm. make you you're mothering him, and as a you know, I anyway. If, oliver would actually feel angry i would just say say, fuck you i can take care of myself i don't need you to tell me what to do but see but you didn't say that oliver and that's what i'm talking about Mm. about that level of commitment to yourself so so i'm going to close the room and you get to think about that Thank thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs)
6: Hi.
2: <laughs> <you. Right>. <laughs> Where were you on the way, we did not see you.
0: I was in other groups.
4: Here we are, okay.
0: I'm, this is, thank you, Martina. I'm sorry about the, time i will try to make this short i did you guys get this this commitment to other people did you guys get this how committed you have to be for this to work for feedback and coaching to work okay okay so i would i would recommend again if you can listen to the last uh 30 minutes of this recording where I'm in the different rooms and I give different coaching, very different coaching. And for example, the last one was, was very, whatever it was very different was Oliver and two women to just get ideas of how the panel that you have, like the, you, you get all your tools to, to empower people, transform people, love people, give clarity to people. There's so many ways each person is an individual lock that you need to find the lock. And, and, and it really, yeah. the, the, the possibility and the options for that comes with taking a risk, committing to their commitment and also experience. But it really comes to, there's no method. You cannot do this right. You cannot do this right. You can only try and see the result of it. So please do that with each other in the, in the chat. You can do that in the chat. I just wanna say that sometimes a feedback cannot be given by written message. It cannot. It just does not work. Then it turns into a gremlin feeding frenzy of I'm right, you're right, something like that. So take a risk, call up people. Call up people and say, hey, this is what I, this is what I see. This is what would be next. What, this is an experiment. What do you think? How, where are you? How are you about that? Mm. And, and this is a safe space to practice that you say, Hey, I'm practicing, giving feedback and coaching. I don't know if I'm right, but I'm practicing. Would you do this with me? I have something for you. Mm. We have so much jewels for each other. Okay. I I know Emma has a, something she would like to say before we, we wrap this up.
3: Thank you. So And Chloe has proposed to hold an emotional healing process for me in this decision that I made about how there's no point to my life.
11: And I would like to ask for witnesses to be there
4: for that process.
5: When would that be?
3: I don't I don't know yet.
0: So see, all of it, that would be the thing. It's either you're going to come, you know, you want to be there or you don't want to be there. The fact that whether you can come or not is a second question. But it's this. Do you want to be there with Emma and witness a certain kind of mimetic process or not? And that would be that would be a form of anger. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So, Emma, I, I propose that we find a date that works for both of us, and then you put out the date, and, and the people who want to witness and can make it come. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you. I will post the assignment for this week in the Telegram group. I'm sorry about the late ending.
1: Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you Uncle. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Good night
0: everyone. You. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank I'll you. stick around if anybody needs anything right now.
1: So I don't need anything. I want to share something a distinction I found later on. It is it was about the catharsis and cathexis. And what I saw in the in the energetic and emotional space i would say is that the difference is in catharsis you enlarge the emotional and the energetic body and the catharsis happens when you plant something in that enlargement in that expanding so if you plant something by a new decision and yeah to me really the image landed of planting it in this in the new space that the person just got for themselves and otherwise it would be catharsis if you don't plant anything it's just going to fall back Mm. to the old to the old size of the inner space
0: I get what you're trying to say and I, I get the sense of it. I just, I wanna be cautious because there are some processes for example, that are about um, banishing uh, parts like demons or emotions that were not yours, or there's parts where you have to actually take things out. And that's not planting the seeds, it's actually taking something out. Um, but, but you could consider that it's clarity this, what you yes. t- the seed that you're talking is clarity or new distinction or a new experience then then shift the shape of the being that you're working with mm. but I just I want to say that there's really a lot of different process and it's not always about putting something in yes yeah okay thank you
5: yeah. cool I want Thanks. to ask for possibilities how Can you please give me possibilities how I can work with my good boy box so that it doesn't get in the way with holding like strong spaces for rage club?
0: So one proposal I have, Oliver, is you can ask here, but also ask in the group and have as many answers as you can. Okay. Yeah. And ask, please give me specific experiments because it's not about you know, change your mind or change you or whatever. It's specific experiment that you, you would need to practice.
5: Okay. Yeah. Can you please give me a specific experiment or more specific experiments that I can do to relax my good boy box?
0: Yes. One is to do the assignments in a way that it's not perfectly the assignment. That you have to, you change the assignment. You, 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 it's like being a pirate. It's you do the assignment, but actually you do them for you, not for the assignment. So you do what, what would serve you. <clears throat> Another possibility is that you, you practice this giving feedback and you skip the feedback, the goes, because you can give really good goes. So you already know how to do this. And now it's really, you, it's about committing to people's next step and to being, to being like unreasonably, like, I want you to take this next step what will it take for you to take this next step? Just be in people's face. Like, that would be the experience—is that you are in people's face. Anything, Marcus and Raghi?
8: I have I, I fear that my suggestion is silly, but I was gonna to propose to change something about your physical appearance as a reminder. Grow a beard or wear a cap upside, uh, like uh, in reverse. uh, Well,
0: I have wear wear something that shows that, like a vest, like um, you know, like those three three piece costume. You know that you're the one you only wear the vest when you come into the rage cup space holder training. Mm -hmm. No, nothing, nothing. I mean, pants if you want, but. so best. change yeah change something or, or wear wear a red t-shirt that has a big fuck you sign on it really bigger bigger things than i mean reggie i think your, your thing is perfect there's just bigger things more dangerous yeah. or right on your forehead you know i right right on your forehead uh I, fuck you <laughs> whatever something like that really
1: Yeah, bring a big knife and hold it in your hand when you give feedback to other people Mm -hmm. in this space.
0: Yeah. I I have to go. And keep asking, Oliver. Keep keep asking.
5: Thank you. you. See you next week.
0: See you next week. Thank you.
5: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.